It's a feel-good, family-friendly science fiction movie, one with an alien who is left behind on Earth, desperately trying to get back to his mothership, one where the good guy dramatically escapes from nefarious government agents in a memorable chase scene where his bike is levitated and flown by his alien friend. I'm Earl Green, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for June 9th. If you thought we were talking about Steven Spielberg's E.T., well... You're a few days early for that. Today we're talking about the movie that beat it to the punch by four years, Disney's The Cat from Outer Space, which premiered on this day in 1978. If the title doesn't spell it out for you, then we will. There's a species of cat from outer space that evolved along the same trajectory as humans did on Earth. Smart, capable, technologically inclined, and far more advanced than we are, Natural explorers, they set out to survey the galaxy, and one of their own, Zunar J-59, who we'll call Jake, gets stuck on Earth when his ship crashes. Jake is one cool, uh, space cat. He talks, he flies the ship, he does complex math in his head, he has telekinetic abilities and telepathic abilities, so many abilities, and it's all because of the glowing space collar that he wears around his neck. Without it, he and the rest of his fellow felines would be indistinguishable from Earthbound cats. It's with this collar that he communicates with the one human he feels like he can trust, a scientist named Frank. Jake needs Frank's help to repair his ship so he can get back to the mothership and go home, all the while eluding both the U.S. military and some money-hungry criminals who want all his advanced technology and the secrets of the universe that come along with it. So just one more in a string of forgotten 1970s Disney live-action films, right? We'll dig a little deeper after the break. Yes, The Cat from Outer Space is pretty fluffy entertainment, aimed to keep kids in their seats for a couple of hours and parents from completely tuning out. Disney, being Disney though, threw some real firepower behind a movie that any other studio might have given the lowest budget treatment. It wasn't just special effects, pretty numerous and mostly on a par with or better than contemporary movies. It wasn't just the ambitious stunt work climaxing in a difficult aerial rescue between a helicopter and a vintage airplane. It wasn't just the vastly experienced crew, including people like matte artist Harrison Ellenshaw, director of photography Charles Wheeler, and composer Lalo Schifrin. In addition to all that, it was the cast that read like its own mini who's who. There was Ken Berry playing Frank. Audiences knew him from TV's F Troop and Mayberry RFD, and were about to know him even more in Mama's Family. Sandy Duncan was already a TV and Broadway star when she appeared here. Rounding out the main cast were Roddy McDowell and not one, but two colonels from M.A.S.H., McLean Stevenson and Harry Morgan. There are a lot of Disney character actors in there, too, including Hans Conried in his final on-screen performance. Plus, you had Alan Young from The Time Machine and Sorel Book just before he would move on to the Dukes of Hazard as Boss Hogg. It may not have gone down in cinematic history in the same breath as E.T., but at its core, there were a number of memorable elements from this cat from outer space. 
In a time before CG special effects, there was no shortage of practical flying effects and levitating objects. Plus, they threw out the old rule about never working with kids or animals by having a couple of real live cats playing the title role. And for audiences of a certain age, they may not remember many of the details, but they remember the silver UFO with the glowing green eyes, and they know there was something special about that magic glowing space collar. And if only they had one, they could ask their own cat about the secrets of the universe. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for June 9th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment, executive producer Rod Roddenberry. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.